Welcome to another episode of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. Uh, on this week's episode, unfortunately, we do not have any movies to um, review for you guys. Kind of a light week um, as well. Um, Night School kind of got some really bad reviews, so I ended up taking that off the list. And no local theaters in our area were showing... Um, Old, the Old Man and the Gun, the final Robert Redford movie, which is on my watch list. Um, so whenever that comes about, I will give a review for that. Um, not really anything in the streaming world for me. I don't know about you, Brian. Um, did you see anything on any movies streaming uh, this week or anything interesting? Not any movies. I started watching the show Maniac, but uh, how that's is a show, that? So. Pretty good. I mean, it's Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. It's kind of it's really wild, like real. Not not trippy, but it's just it's. I think it's 80s, but then it's also, like, I have no idea what time period it takes place in, because there's both, like, old stuff in it and new stuff in it. It's one of those kind of shows. Gotcha. But it's good so far. Like, I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah, um, from all, everything I've seen, like, people, that's pretty much how people have described it to me, is that it's just kind of out there, um, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I'll probably actually get around to it this week uh, on my staycation here uh, as I try to catch up on a lot of things. Um, I just actually finished um, the third season of Better Call Saul on uh, Netflix. Um, If for some reason anybody out there that was a Breaking Bad fan um, hasn't watched it yet, I don't know why it took me so long considering Breaking Bad is the, in my opinion, greatest show ever, uh, ever made. Um... But I love it. Uh, I can't wait. I know season four is going right now, I believe, on AMC. Can't wait for that to drop on Netflix. Um, it, it's maybe just a shade off of Breaking Bad, but it's still really good nonetheless. Um, yeah, we'll actually get into some more Netflix news a little bit later on in the show with some um, Netflix releases coming out in October. Um and next week's episode, we will be bringing you guys, um, at least I know I will be, uh, oh, reviews yeah. for Venom and A Star is Born. Hopefully, oh, yeah, no, Brian I'm in be- regardless. Okay. Hopefully, um, Movie Pass works for at least one of them. <laughs> if not, I'm hoping oh, for well. your case, yeah, because I don't really care which one we see Thursday and which one we see Friday, but I uh, definitely am going to go see them. Um, anybody that knows me knows how excited I am for A Star is Born. Um, Do you pre order the. Co- the soundtrack i don't have to i have apple music i just down i already downloaded i download so for anybody that's interested in the movie they just released the first music video with the first song uh which kind of is just like a lot of scenes from the movie and stuff like that to the the tune of the song song is shallow it is fantastic i cannot (laughs) wait for like i can't (laughs) wait for the album to come out too uh, the movie uh, it looks like it's going to be great. Um, the song is amazing. Lady Gaga's vocals with surprisingly really good Bradley Cooper kind of gritty country vocals is, is great. I loved it. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Excited for Venom as well. Um, Tom Hardy um, with out his mouth showing is always fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Hope, hoping it, so. it's good. I don't know with it being Sony, but I'm gonna see it anyway. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna. I don't. I, I hope it's good. I, <sighs> I picture so. it getting like a 67 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like just a, hoping for it to stay above a 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I think so. it will. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be quality. I think enough people. Will, it'll be like Thor: Dark World, where like enough people like it and it's a decent enough movie that you 
don't want to trash it fully, but like it probably won't blow your mind. Now, I could be wrong on that. I've been wrong on many movies in the past few years. Um, just this week, I was talking about it actually, like. Uh, Rogue One, when I saw that, I thought for sure that was going to be average at best, and it's one of my top three Star Wars films. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on that. Um, but that's just kind of the sense I get from all the trailers I've seen. Um, and the really dumb ESPN commercial with them that the CGI is <laughs> that was awful ridiculous. and so bad. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be bringing you guys reviews for those next week. Uh, maybe some other stuff. I know I'm trying to during my staycation and other things that I'm doing this week, I'm hoping to get around to a few movies like Chappaquiddick. I know I've wanted to see, sorry to bother you. Um, I might actually get around to the Mr. Rogers documentary as well. If I can find that on Redbox. Um, so we'll see, we'll definitely have those two reviews for you next week. Anyway, let's go ahead with this episode and dive deep dive into some news here. Um, to get us started, um, so we got a little more information on Birds of Prey, the um, DC movie that is going to be about three um, women superheroes. I, I don't know, really know what to call them. Uh, but Harley Quinn, ha- uh, Huntress, and Black Canary. Um, Kathy Ann is set to direct. Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn again. Um, and now we have casting news for Huntress, which is going to be Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is, uh, at least in my recognition, um, played in um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And Journey Smollett-Bell as Black Canary. I do not know what else she has played in. So hey, I, I have no idea who she is. Can't really give any outset on that. Um, Warner Brothers marked February 7th, 2020 as its release date. Um I think this is going to be interesting. Obviously, I want to see more, but uh, Winstead's good. Robbie, one of the better actresses out there, I think. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about Kathy Yan, um, so I, there's not a whole lot I can say. I know war- hopefully Warner Brothers starts correcting things uh, in terms of the DZ world. Let's hope. Um, and if they do, then, then maybe this will be good. But yeah, there's not a whole lot I can say about it outside of what i have already said um anything you want to add into that there brian no not really i mean that um journey small i don't know who she is at all i've never heard of her before this casting news uh mary elizabeth winston i don't know how much stuff i've seen her in but i know she at least she's a decent actress from what i hear and from other stuff and you know margo's margo she's great um so hopefully dc can do it half justice you know not be a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really the hope. I, I I hope they don't, you know, fool suicide suicide squad this. Yeah. Um anyway, uh we'll move on from that. Um a little bit of news on James Gunn and Guardian of the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um Sean Gunn, his brother who plays Kraglin in the the series, says that Disney does plan to use his script. Um, a little more news on the front is that apparently his settlement from Disney itself could be seven to ten million dollars, cool. um, which is crazy. Apparently, he didn't have like a pay-for-play um, deal in there, so regardless, um, and he wasn't fired for due cause or anything. So he is going to reach a settlement. He cannot um, have talks with another company or anything about directing any movies until the settlement's done. 
but it does look like it's going to be in the seven to ten million dollar range from what i read nice. which is crazy could be even more assuming they use a script um hell of a payday to not to not shoot a movie <laughs> to not do anything yeah um i mean it kind of sucks you're out of a job but you know yeah i mean still sucks um i mean dc is definitely recording him pretty heavily and and apparently some other fam- really big producers and stuff in the movie world but I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's good to see that they're going to use the script. It'll obviously need some tweaks and stuff to adjust it to a um, full uh, movie, per se. But uh, we'll see. Um, it's good to hear that they are going to use his script. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely good to hear. Glad glad, I'm glad about that, because his previous two scripts have been great. So it'd be disappointing to see someone else try and come in and do kind of his his thing, like his pet project. Yeah, I really, I mean, yeah, he's he's writing the script for the other two, so I mean, you might as well use this because he he gets the the humor of the characters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, bringing somebody else in to to redo it all just could shift the the third movie entirely. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what ends up happening. I know another news and a lot of, a lot of people were trying to clamor for Bra- uh, Bradley Cooper to direct who who voices uh, Rocket Raccoon. Um, he says that he can't. I didn't actually read why, but I assume other priorities. Um, on another note, uh, Burr Stern is replacing the late Burt Reynolds in, in the uh, Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, apparently playing George Spawn, the owner of Spawn Ranch, who actually allowed the Manson family to reside there. Um, and a lot of people say that speculate that that's where they uh, were planning their um, attack and the murder of Sharon Tate. Um, also where they apparently shot a lot of like Western movies, I guess. Um, so I guess there could be, there's probably quite a bit of correlation with, um, DiCaprio playing a Western TV star and stuff like that. Um, Bruce Stern's other two Quentin Tarantino movies were Hateful Eight and Django Unchained. Uh, so there's a, he'll join in for his third Tarantino movie now. Uh, we actually just saw him in White Boy Rick. Um, good get good get obviously tarantino likes working with a lot of the same people that he's worked with before so um, no surprise here on that end um yeah uh can't yeah, we not, not much to say about <laughs> that i don't know yeah uh, too much about priest turn but not uh, really a, yeah not really a whole lot um there but just another talented actor to replace another talented actor on a can't wait movie very um, yeah <laughs> Uh, so we got our first look at Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers this week. Um, kind of creepy how kind of spot on he kind of yeah. looked. Yeah. Um, out, outfit and everything. Just full on straight. Um, yeah, I remember hearing about the casting and I was like, well, that's kind of perfect. It's going to be creepy to see <laughs> oh, how yeah. perfect it'll be. Um, but also great. <laughs> to be honest with you, I had no idea that this movie was even being made. Um, really? Yeah, so know. really when it caught me off guard and I just thought Tom Hanks was going to uh, Halloween a month early, um, which <laughs> I, I could respect that if that was the case. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, go out and check out a picture of him. Um, he, he does look pretty similar to Mr. Yeah. Rogers, and he the outfit is, is strikingly similar. Um, the movie is still entitled... Um, it doesn't have a release date, obviously. They're, they're just kind of starting production and stuff now. Um, so we'll have a little bit more information on that. I'm, I'm very positive in the future here um, as filming starts taking place. Assume that'll come out either late next year or early 2020. Um, yeah, can't wait to see that. Um, 
Tom Hanks, maybe. I, I've always been kind of iffy on Tom Hanks. I know a lot of people consider him great, but yeah. Um, as long as this movie isn't as crap as Castaway was, I think I'll like it. Uh, yeah, this has a October nineteen, uh, October two thousand nineteen release. So I guess they're trying to go for that as kind of the uh, award season begins in October. So they're shooting for that. It looks like, but um, that's kind of a year year span to get this movie together. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, in other news, we got a release date for the movie Vice, which for anybody out here that doesn't know what that is, it is a kind of biographical movie on Dick Cheney, um, considered the most powerful vice president in our history. Um, Going to be played by Fat Christian Bale, which I'm excited for. <laughs> uh, Fat Christian Bale was amazing in American Hustle. So I'm he's definitely, even fatter here. Yeah. Um, can't wait. If you guys wait. are curious, go look at a picture because it doesn't look anything like Christian Bale. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's I, lo- I love that guy. He's I'm such a big Christian Bale fan. Um, yeah. I know he can be a bit of an asshole, but whatever. Uh, uh, also, um, I did not, I, I did not, as I mentioned to you earlier, I did not look at the rest of the cast until today on who else is in this movie. Uh, but we also have Amy Adams, uh, Bill Pullman, Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell playing George W., which is, <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it's directed by Adam McKay. Um, and uh, Jesse Jesse Plemons is in it, and, you know, he always plays a creepy character, so I'm curious to see if he'll play another creepy character. Yeah, I'm interested to see that. He wasn't listed as playing anybody in particular yet, so we'll have to see who he ends up playing. I know, um trying to think uh ah, forget it I don't, I don't i know bill pullman's playing nelson rock rockefeller um steve carell i believe is playing donald rumsfeld uh yeah he is okay and, um, um yeah um anything tyler tyler perry's in it interesting uh, hmm. just looking at well, as long as he's not directing it I hope he's not nope. playing Medea in this, because <laughs> it's gonna ruin the whole film nope it's adam mckay who has done some great stuff so yeah, yeah. Hopefully this works out. Um, and this has a December twenty first release date coming Christmas time. Uh, really, I, I can't wait to see this. Um, uh, Dick Cheney was a bit of a shithead, but uh, Fat Christian Bale, uh, it's gonna be amazing. I can't, it's gonna be great. Um, a lot of great movies coming out the rest of this year. This is definitely one of them. Um, yeah. If you have any, any interest in seeing it, I, I definitely suggest looking up some stuff about it. Looking, look up the picture of. Of, of fat bale yeah um and the uh, trailer's coming out this head soon right uh, this week or next week the first yeah, trailer for it, it i think they said ne- this upcoming week so sometime we'll definitely have the trailer re- uh, review for you guys on next episode um assuming they do drop it assuming it comes out this week yeah yeah um yeah so very really excited on that um moving on uh, we get a release date for that, and now we have some delays. So, 20th Century Fox, for whatever reason, I don't know. I didn't read a ton into it, but um, is releasing a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2 to theaters, released December 21st. Unfortunately, them deciding to do that um, has now pushed back Alita Battle Angel to February 14th, which was the release date for Dark Phoenix, which now gets bumped to June 7th. And Gambit is now moved to March 13th, which was originally, I think, late next year. Um, Gambit, I don't think, is ever going to actually get <laughs> it just made. Gets so I don't know. A time I, and time again. I really don't get why they continue to give it release dates because, like, 
it's just <laughs> yeah. As I you're said earlier, you're never gonna make the movie. Just as fess I said up earlier, and it say must it. it must be something like it's been Channing Tatum's been linked to this since the beginning. It must be something that like he really wants to do, or some for some reason that this is somehow still alive after being pushed for like the fourth time. I they I believe they first started announcing it in like 2014 or something like that. Yeah. Like it's literally going to be six years after they started talking about it if it does in fact come out March 13th. Supposedly, like Channing Tatum is the only thing linked to it. They've gone through multiple different directors that have signed on. I, I just I think at an- one point. Um, Oh, what's her name? There was a pretty famous actress linked to it, but I don't remember what it was. Who it was? I I don't. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Um, Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think it's ever. I, I'm really surprised that they moved Dark Phoenix back like a day after they put out the yeah, trailer for it. That's what I was so, so surprised about. Now you're releasing the trailer for Dark Phoenix in late September, and it's not coming out till June seventh, which I, I assume means that this is going to get the. Um, Mission Impossible 6 treatment where there's a trailer f- every movie every... show we go to for the next 8 months <laughs> or whatever it is um, which is fine we'll get into the trailers a little later on there's 4 yeah. big ones that came out this week that we'll kind of discuss my, but, uh, my theory is the reason why they're doing this Deadpool 2 PG-13 movie is to show that it can fit within the PG-13 MCU world um I, I read briefly the like the how they're doing it is <laughs> they're gonna have it doing they post like Ryan Reynolds posted a picture earlier this week that was him and uh, Fred Savage in bed similar to um, the Princess Bride the storytelling like how that starts off uh-huh. and it was like same room and Fred's house has been the Bears jersey and everything and that's how they're gonna be telling Deadpool's two story is like telling it like oh oh I can't tell you this you're a young child kind of thing like telling he's telling it as it's a story i don't know but i think they're gonna try and do this too so it can show that it will fit into a future pg-13 mcu world as fox is becoming that so fair um i may go see it i don't know i don't i don't really feel like i need to but we'll see i mean it comes out the same week that that vice comes out so that'll definitely take priority over um a kitty version of 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 very violent and and yeah, aggressive it'll a, superhero. It'll be a time thing. You know, if we got the time, we'll go. Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyway, and Alita Battle Angel is, I think, like a James Cameron movie, if I remember yeah, correctly. Is. I saw some stuff where it. it's not something that really interests me, but I'm sure it'll get mm. good reviews and stuff. Um, Maybe. Generally, that happens with one of the most uh, overrated directors of all time. Um... <laughs> There, I said it. Uh, I mean, it's just, that's fair enough. I he mean, gave us Avatar, and Avatar is crap, and now we have to have four more of them, okay? that That's my stance on James look, Cameron. Avatar, when it came out in 2009 or whatever, was ahead of its time then, by like two or three years, now we're way past it, and it's just a meh movie. That's the and problem. And they decided that, to that do four more back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. And that's the problem with basing movies on ahead-of-its-time crap. Because most of the time, it doesn't live up to that, and it just falls. Um, anyway, that's for another day. Um, <laughs> Gal Gadot signs on for Death on the Nile, which is the now follow-up to Murder on the Orient Express, the another book by Agatha Christie, um, Death on the Nile. She'll be playing a wealthy heiress. Um, who I guess falls in love on a boat in the Nile that I guess a murder take 
takes place on from what I've I've read. Um, never read the books. Uh, I never do. Um, Kenneth Branagh returns. He will play um, the the detective again. I don't Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, I'm butcher his name. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Um, anyway, he will return as that, and I believe returning as director as well. Um, Murder on the Orient Express was all right. Um, yeah, that's fine. I gave it, I believe, like a sixty or sixty-five. It was an all right movie. It wasn't didn't blow me away at all. Um, I'll likely go see this one as well. Um, we'll see yeah. who the cast is. I know they they had a pretty good cast in the last one too, um, outside of like Johnny Depp. But adding yeah. all of this makes it makes it better probably. So yeah, that'll be entertaining. Um, she's got this. She's got Wonder Woman. She has a uh, Hedy Lamarr. Um, thing going on i believe for showtime uh where she'll be playing the uh really famous actress from from a bygone era um as well as red notice a movie with dwayne johnson and possibly chris pratt um that was never confirmed. oh yeah i heard about that that uh that'll that'll be interesting as well she's, she's got a lot of cool things uh signed up for in the future that'll be fun um but uh any any other uh, movie news you want to touch on before we uh, head on over to TV? Uh, no, no, I think we covered it pretty well. Alrighty. Um, now we shift over to the world of television. Um, mostly the world of Netflix because that is the only stuff we have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean in real life. I just kind of meant in news. Um, but anyway, uh, we caught a teaser trailer out of the blue for Making a Murderer uh, Part 2, which I'm excited for. And again, like we had mentioned before, I love that Netflix just drops this stuff like a month before it's coming out. Just mm, amazing. Yes. Now I don't have to wait very long. There is an issue here, though. Um, the teaser trailer is going to ruin it says that it's coming out October 19th. Hold um, up. <laughs> which. <laughs> oh, hold up. Now, it's being released on Netflix apparently the same day as Daredevil Season 3, which is going to pull Why would they part. do that? I have no idea. I don't. Maybe they think people like me don't exist that want to see both of these shows immediately, and <laughs> I now have to feel like I have to cancel everything for like three days uh, afterwards. I might as well. Too bad you're taking all your days off now. Yeah, uh, well, that's true. Um, yeah, got well, kind of a bummer, but yeah, um, gonna have to call in sick, I guess, that week. <laughs> got the black lung pop. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, three weeks early, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's coming out October nineteenth. Uh, supposedly, it is following um, recent events, I guess, with um, Stephen Avery's. Um, plea to get out of prison, his new lawyers, um, and some stuff following Brendan Dassey and and some lawyers trying to get him out and, and sue or something like that. I didn't read a ton into it, but definitely go check it out. Check out the uh, teaser trailer they released for it. Uh, caught me off guard. I know that they had been talking about dropping a second part to this um, for a while now. I kind of didn't think it was ever going to happen. I thought there would have to be more that happened, but I, I guess they had been shooting it for last year so um really excited for that um and we'll move on now to what we were just talking about daredevil <laughs> season three yes we got another teaser trailer for this fe- featuring wilson fisk um essentially donning the kingpin white suit um from the <sighs> comic book perfect 
which oh my goodness oh, this, this <laughs> oh, show man. it's gonna be so dark and gritty in this season and I'm fantastic excited. it's it's gonna be a, a bloodbath in in hell's kitchen and i cannot wait um the teaser trailers for this have been amazing looking um i i'm very excited for this wilson fisk is top five marvel villain right now um it, it that counts the tv series um that counts the movies, movies. yeah that counts enough. everything within marvel's you know range um right now and, and a lot of that's both script and Vince D'Onofrio's just portrayal of him it's it's great um and we're he's not gonna he's looks like he's gonna be a real big bad this time as not as much of like a kind of a sympathetic kind of character as he was kind of portrayed in the first season yeah well I, I loved in, in this teaser he was like I fell in love and I was blinded by love not anymore I'm gonna take this city it's mine that kind of thing it's like oh I'm getting that evil oh, grittiness out of him that was a real corny portrayal of that there brian well you didn't really obviously that's why i'm not an actor aaron <laughs> anyway go check out the teaser trailer for, for daredevil season three that just dropped because if you like the tv series as much as we do um it's gonna be great it's one of netflix's best like oh absolutely um not it's one of the best TV series out there in general. I know even like on IMDb, it's it's got like an 8.5 user or something like that, or maybe it's higher than that. I think it's higher um, than that, but yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, <laughs> um, and so for a few new trailers we got this week, um, four of them actually. We'll go down through them. We got a new trailer for Creed Two, which the first one was really good. This one was fantastic. Um, yeah. And if we had to give out trailer awards, which we may end up doing when we do our end of the year kind of uh, big movie bash kind of kind of episode, we might do that. Creed is would be definitely nominated for it. Um, these trailers look great. The first one was an incredible movie, um, and I have no doubt that this one's going to be incredible too. Just buy it. Um, bring back main characters and all that stuff from, from past Rocky films. Ivan Drago, Drago's son. Um, it's gonna be great. I, I cannot wait. Um, yeah. After the first trailer came out, I was like, "All right, you know, this is gonna be great." It's not Ryan Coogler again, so I mean, it might not be on the same level. But then the second trailer came out, and I think the complete opposite that this could be one of those scenarios that the sequel's better than the original, which is crazy. But this just looks fantastic. So it, it's so gonna excited. be a tough task for it to be better than the first one. But I think just in general, the story that they're going with for this one will could end up catapulting it past that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to think. Like, I don't know if there's many people right now as hot in the industry as Michael B. Jordan is. Mm-hmm. Um, so just on that level, um, there's so much excitement behind this movie. I, I can't wait. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Releases November 21st, I believe. Yeah, I'm definitely um, re-watching Creed before this one comes out. Oh, absolutely. Um, we will be reviewing it probably that week. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Assuming nothing else ha- comes up in our in our daily lives. Um, that is a must-see on our lists. Um, that's, your, that's your birthday weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, there you go. Happy birthday, Aaron. You get Creed 2. I can't wait. Um, I'm blessed. Blessed up, man. Blessed up. <laughs> uh, um, our second one, we got the a new Fantastic Beast trailer. I believe the last one, maybe. Um, 
probably before that movie releases um this one i still never saw the first fantastic beast movie which i may just to see if i'm interested in this i mean the trailer looked pretty good um they're all right um i I, harry potter movies are okay to me i don't hate them or anything um this comes out the 16th of november um a week before creed um you saw the first one correct yeah um what yeah Uh, what do you think of it um solid continuation or kind of side story dealing with harry potter in that whole same magical world um like all the harry potter movies some of them are really good and some of them are just they're good nothing special and uh i think this kind of fell somewhere in like i think this was the first fantastic beast uh maybe like a 70 75 um so yeah and this this second trailer for this part of the final trailer looks made it look better more enticing uh you know i got jude law in it playing young uh young professor dumbledore and other characters it was it, it looks good uh yeah you have if you haven't seen the first one go out and see if you like harry potter it's similar world you'll love it i might yeah I, you know i i don't like eddie redmayne i just don't think he's that good of an actor i there's i don't know um he's never done anything personally to me it's just i just don't think that he's all that great um well but anyway I own, I own it if you want to watch it we'll see uh depends on where my life takes me in these next couple months uh, uh, we so we got our first trailer for Dark Phoenix, which looks like it could go either way. Um, obviously, I'm excited because I, I, the X Men movies recently have been decent to good. Um, depending on which one, Apocalypse was decent. Um, Days of Future Past was really good. Um, so on and so forth. Um, I'm hoping this is good because I, I really do love the cast that they have behind mm-hmm. these X Men oh, characters. Such a great cast. Um, and, and I really want them to be better. And I, I want them all on when this goes to, to Marvel and stuff. Like, I don't I don't want to sit through another cast change for for X Men yeah. characters, but especially Seriously. especially Wolverine. But well, but yeah, just in general, kinda, that's happening regardless. Uh, screw them! I'll boycott. Um, <laughs> you will. I might. <laughs> <laughs> you you just can't replace a guy that played the character. Like this isn't James Bond, okay? Like uh, if if Hugh Jackman won't come back, I don't want Wolverine ever again in a, in a movie for Look, at least I mean, tw- I agree. 20 no. years, 20 years. 20 I agree. Years. Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine. You can't and nobody can one up him. Nobody can match him. But I mean, if they he's one of the most famous and popular X-Men characters, so if they continue on with if they recast the MCU, you better bet they're most likely gonna have a Wolverine in it. So, I mean, we were at least gracious enough to have to wait a decade for a new Joker. Um, well, a decade in a year. I don't count. I don't care. I don't count Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, um, that was. I'm, I'm talking about Joaquin, but yeah, like, I uh, give me at least a decade um, to kind of reel reel it in there. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Dark Phoenix trailer looks like. It could go either way with well, them doing reshoots yeah. and, and all that stuff and, and it getting pushed back a few times and Fox in general being all up in the air on everything. I, I have no idea about this. It's such a wild card. Um, I want it to be good, like I said, but who knows. Um, go check out the trailer. Let us know what you think of it. Um, 
I please just do do this. Do the X Men justice, please. Please, Fox, please. I mean, they haven't um, been bad, but make them better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Um, if you're yeah, like if you're gonna push back, you know, Gambit to never be made and stuff like that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Just keep giving me decent, at least good movies. Um, and lastly, we got our first trailer for uh, Holmes and Watson, the oh, comedy version of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson, starring Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as they get back together for, I believe, the first time in like a decade, which really kind of caught me off guard because I just constantly always feel like, even though I've seen the Will Ferrell movies, that I always feel like John C. Riley's in the movies with him, but he's not. And... Maybe that's why a lot of Will Ferrell movies just haven't been good recently. It's because they aren't together. Probably. This looks really funny. I'm really excited for this. I, I had a lot of hesitations going in on how they could possibly turn, you know, Sherlock and stuff into a comedy. Um, but this really kind of rested how I feel about it, and I, I'm pretty excited pretty excited overall um looks pretty funny shout out to wwe wrestler braun Strowman, who was in the, the um who's in this movie um he was in the trailer as well um i yeah. think it looks really funny i have um, no idea who that is so why would you um <laughs> yeah uh the, this movie i remember seeing it being announced and i was like why, why are they this is gonna be stupid why are they doing this but the trailer came out and it just looks stupid funny like it's gonna be hilarious I, yeah like those two together like they, they make quality dumb funny movies like Step Brothers was stupid but it, it was it's, got a good hilarious. laugh out of me and I'm a di- I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty diehard NASCAR fan and I Talladega Nights was ridiculous and 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 not very realistic obviously <laughs> but like it still got a great really good laugh out of me yeah for most of the, the two movie. of them together are just they they work great off the they, yeah they play off really well um so yeah i'm i'm really excited for this um i didn't catch a release date for it um um I will, i'm pretty sure it's december unless they moved it let me pull this up real quick uh november 9th all well, right, November, so we got another. Sooner. We, wow. Yeah, we've got an even Jeez. sooner, <laughs> an even sooner. That's one. a really short uh, like, time span to release the trailer, considering it comes out in two weeks, and they just released the trailer this week. That is very true. Um, also, I forgot that Ray Fiennes is playing the bad guy in this. Um, so Tom that's Moriarty, fun. That's great. Yeah. Um, so that's Steve pretty Coogan's fun. In it, yeah. Yeah, it's uh sounds like it's going to be a fun movie. Um, go watch the trailer, everybody. There, it's just a moment like at the very end that really made made me laugh a lot when when they take a selfie with with the queen. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one yep. was really good. Um, I know there's also a moment in there. Um, where where one of the kids says "No shit, Sherlock." <laughs> that really got a great laugh out of me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> overall, I, I I'm really excited for that now. Um, definitely rested rested how I felt. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all the news we have for you guys this week. Unfortunately, like I said, we didn't have a re- review on anything. But get ready, it's coming. What we are going to give you is our top five of the week, and this week it's going to be Netflix originals. Um, kind of since we had uh, TV news revolving two of them. 
Um, we wanted to do this one a few weeks ago, but unfortunately, um, we had a bunch of issues and we ended up putting it off. Um, now felt like a good time to bring it back, especially when we put a lot of work into formulating these lists. By a lot of work, a, yeah, I meant 10 minutes on my part. Hey, I don't know about Brian. So- sometimes, not this list, this list was one of the easier ones, but sometimes the list can take a little bit of research to try and figure it out. No, that's, that's 100% correct. Um, no, this one, it, it did take me a little bit because I, like I said, I had, when I told There's you a lot before, of great ones. I narrowed it down. Um, like I, I didn't include Arrested Development in my list because it didn't start on Netflix. Um, so I didn't count it as an original, um, even though they picked it up. Um, I didn't count Mindhunter, which would be in there, um, because it only had one season. Um, I didn't want to count anything that was like that small, especially on a platform of a TV show that's going to last several years. Um, cause I don't know. Second season could come out and it could be horrible. I, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. Um, so yeah, I, I made a few cuts that way. It was kind of hard to formulate. There's a lot of Netflix shows that I like, um, Netflix, uh, documentaries that I like as well. None of those actually made the list though. Um, so, uh, anyway, we'll get kickstarted with this. Uh, Brian, like always, I'm going to pass it over to you for your number five. All right. My number five on the list is, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. It's it's a comedy show that's kind of it's zombies, but it's not zombies. It's with uh, Drew Barrymore and Frick. I just lost his name. Um, anyway, it's a hilarious show where she gets this disease or whatever and becomes undead, uh, like the synopsis of a zombie. But then she's still living. They're staying alive, living in suburban Santa Clarita, California. Uh, they're realtors. It's hilarious. I love it, and it's also just obnoxious. Um, I believe it's had two seasons so far. Um, oh, Tim- Timothy Oliphant. I just missed that, but yeah. Ol- Oliphant. Oliphant. Sorry. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant is in is the husband to Drew Barrymore. Um, it's it's awkward too, but it's really funny. If you haven't, if you like kind of zombie movies or zombie shows. Check it out. It's it's pretty funny. I'll pass it over to you for your five. Uh, yeah, just to double back on that, I, I, that one's one that I've kind of like put off. I, it looks kind of, I don't know. It just doesn't look that interesting to me. But if you say it's good, I'll take your word for it. Oh, maybe I'll get to it in like three years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I watch this to work. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of backed up. Uh, number five for me, I have is Master of None. Um, a really really good show the best way i could describe it is if you were ever a fan of seinfeld it's more of a toned down version of that in that it follows you know aziz anzari's character dev who kind of goes through his his whole just kind of follows his life um kind of the ups the downs you know um the dating scene jobs family you know all that kind of stuff and it's very relatable overall um in that sense where Seinfeld, you know, really kind of, well, it is, but it isn't at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's kind of that kind of TV show. Um, I enjoyed a lot. Um, if you, if you're an average person, you could probably relate to, to the show on a lot of levels, which I think is why I enjoy it as much as I do. Um, but yeah, master, master, or master of none, I should say, um, is my number five on the list. I'll pass back over to you for number four. All right, my number four is The Punisher. 
Um, I want to. I thought about putting it higher, but also it only has the one season, so I didn't want to put it any higher. That's a fantastic show. Uh, John Berthnall is perfect as Frank Castle, the Punisher. Um, Netflix Marvel just struck gold again. It's a great show, great character, great story. Um, I mean, you know us in Marvel, but highly recommend it. All right, my number four is House of Cards. Um, wow, I don't really even know where to begin. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like political TV shows. Um, I get enough of that on the news. Uh, but House of Cards is amazing. Um, one of the best drama shows I've ever seen. Um, Claire and Frank Underwood are two of the best characters, especially Claire. Um, one of the best drama characters I've ever seen on any TV show. Probably up there with Don Draper from Mad Men. Um, it is really enthralling and kind of like a, kind of like peak um, into politics and stuff like that. And every, everything you kind of imagine a, a politician is, you know dirty corrupt and all that stuff boom it's right there in the show um it's crazy um everyone's conniving and trying to underhand each other and and get to the top and it's fascinating kind of to watch frank's rise to the top and then now claire's rise take over um from the top um definitely i i can't recommend house of cards enough to anybody out there that hasn't seen it um really good season five is coming soon as well i'll have more on that here we keep getting little teaser trailers with with claire doing speeches and stuff like that um i believe that's releasing in october or november i'll have to double check on that um but i can't wait a lot of great stuff from 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 netflix coming out in the next couple months yeah for sure all right my uh my number three was your number five master of none um aziz and sorry's hilarious it's yeah it's great it's just kind of like he goes the stories some are just his everyday life going through about it and others um take diff- different things in new york city but he's hilarious uh the stories are great um good supporting cast to it they're all very smartly written and actually provide have provided some good stories so um if you like comedies i mean this is hilarious i recommend go watch it all right, my number three is Daredevil. Uh, this is how tough this list is. Um, this is another show that I love, and I had trouble. I didn't know whether to put it one or put it five. Um, it ended up at number three for me. It is the best of the Marvel shows out there on Netflix right now, um, bar none. Um, it's dark. It's gritty. Um, it's kind of a fascinating dive into the Daredevil character that, unfortunately, we did not get with the Ben Affleck movie. We just um, ignore that. Yeah. Um, overall, like I wish this was like I wish Daredevil and and Wilson Fisk and and all the people involved. I wish they were in the MCU. Like I I, I really do. Um, the the show is great overall. One of, probably the best. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say it. Uh, the best superhero TV show out there, definitely. Um, overall, that counts DC. That counts what Marvel's doing. That counts everything in between. Um, for sure, uh, Daredevil highly recommended. I think I have it like a 95 out of 100 out of the two seasons. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Uh, I can't get enough of it. I cannot wait for season three to come out. Also, I want to double back real fast. I actually meant season six on House of Cards, not season five. I got that confused um, anyway you. yeah i'll pass it back over to you for number two 
Alright, uh, my number two is Stranger Things. Uh, I mean, if you haven't watched Stranger Things, what are you doing? Because it was everywhere, both seasons. It's a great show, so much awesome 80s nostalgia in it. Also, as you like to call it, it's very as it's spooky, has this spookiness to it. Uh, the kids that are all the main characters, they do a fantastic job. Uh, all the main and supporting characters are great. Uh, all do great jobs. Um, cannot recommend enough. It was a very close for that being my number one, um, but it, it ended up being my number two. So, um, if you enjoy TV, <laughs> go watch Stranger Things. That's how great of a show. I mean, it's very basic. It's you need to just go watch it. It's it's fantastic. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, number two for me, I have is Glow. Um, this one, I was kind of surprised that I ended up putting it this high, but I really thought it deserved it. Um, as a lifelong wrestling fan, um, I have watched the original uh, Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling um, documentaries and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of great things about it. It's funny. It's dramatic. It tackles real-world things. It tackles 80s things where it's set. Um, t- tackles the world in the 80s as well as tackling nowadays world and stuff like that, especially in this past season. Um, but also, I think it knocked it up a lot higher because um, having listened to stuff about the show and stuff like that, it, um, like, these ladies all, like, Allison Brie and them all, um, like, actually learned wrestling moves from um, uh, pro wrestler Chavo Guerrero Jr. Um, and a few others. A few wrestlers actually cameo in the show itself. Um, it, it's Overall, it's great. It does great for the business, which a lot of things I think don't do when they tackle the subject um so i have a lot of a lot of uh a lot of love for glow um so yeah i'm gonna set it at number two and i feel pretty confident keeping it there uh there's no way i could put it at number one seeing what number one is uh but yeah um definitely highly uh highly recommend glow um it's like a, tw- a 30 minute tv show it, it's quick to get through there's two seasons it's it's real funny real dramatic um i think it is for everybody even though it does tackle pro wrestling a lot um and i'll pass it over to you for your number one i'm interested to hear this one yeah is, I, I could probably guess oh yeah he is easily guess but i don't add to glow real quick that one would probably <laughs> oh you got it dang it uh no it's not iron fist but oh, uh d- d- doubling on your glow <laughs> Glow would probably be number six or seven on my list uh, if we continued it past five. Uh, just add that in there. It's a very good show. Um, Which well, I want to point out to our listeners that and you, that you are not a wrestling fan at all. So not like, at that's all. high. Reg- that's high regard for Glow right there. Yeah. From somebody who doesn't actually watch wrestling or anything. Yeah. No, it's a great um, cast. It's hilarious. Great writing. Um. All right. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Now, my number one, as you could probably guess before anyone started this list, is Daredevil. I mean, as you said, it's easily the best superhero television show that's been made and is on on TV, on streaming right now. The cast is great at it. Uh, Wilson Fisk, as you said, is easily one of the best MCU villains right now. Uh, Introducing the Punisher in season two was great. Charlie yep. Cox just does a 
fantastic job at playing Matt Murdock. Um, he does a fantastic job as playing a blind man, too, by the way. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. Like, yeah. That's not really a role that I feel like a lot of people could tackle really well, but like I think that he does it pretty pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's um, it's been had great stories. The rest of the supporting cast is great. Having with Foggy and Karen, um, yeah, I could go on this round. It's a fantastic show. I'm so excited for season three to come out in three weeks. Um, I will definitely be finishing that within a few days of it coming out. <laughs> um, lock lock yourself in your room. Just yep. No, just, nobody bugged me for ten hours. Yeah, or thirteen hours that day, that weekend. I'd be like, well, sorry guys, any plans? Uh. <laughs> I'll be in the basement watching Daredevil. So, uh, but yeah, that's my number one. What about you? Uh, my number one, to no surprise, is Stranger Things. What? Um, yeah, I know, right? I love this show um, for so many reasons overall. Um, it is a mix of every genre out there. It is action. It is romance. It is drama. It is comedy. It is horror. Um, literally all mashed into one TV show, and it does it so well. It does works so well. Yeah, it flows within itself. Um, there's you know love interests and and horror and the Demogorgon and and the, the upside down and all that stuff. Um, and I don't know how hard it is to find good kid actors, but man, the Duffer Brothers and Netflix found just a cast of amazing children actors, and I think that's another reason why the show is so great. Um, overall, is that everyone in it's great um, from top to bottom, even the the other characters in it, the adults are great, Winona Ryder, David Harbour, um, the list can go on and on. It's just... A great show. It's a throwback to an old time while also kind of tackling other newer things. Um, and overall, and Steve's hair and like. <laughs> Steve's hair. Yeah, just needs to be pointed out there. Steve's hair. Just, it's so great. And like season, you know, the last season, you uh, David Harbour took a huge step up in terms of character and stuff and became yeah. essentially the, lo- the light in everyone's world and stuff like that. You got an Emmy nom for it. I mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's so good. I if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'll call <laughs> you out on it right now because it is maybe the best show on TV right now in my opinion. Um and it's something that like what really caught me off guard was watching the first season and through the first like couple episodes, I wondered how they could like how are you going to take this into multiple seasons? And holy hell, they did it really well. Like <sighs> <laughs> it's it's so many great things all rolled oh, in the one. So I, I love it so much. Um, I can't wait for the next season next year. Uh, very excited. I'm glad. The, uh, honestly, I'm very glad it's not coming out later this year because there's too much other good stuff on Netflix. I'm very patient. I am willing to wait um, to see yeah. what amazing stuff they come out with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a fantastic TV show. I another thing that I would give like a 95. Um, one of the best shows on TV right now. Go check it out, Stranger yeah, Things. I don't know what Netflix. you're doing if you haven't watched it. Like, are you yeah. living in a hole? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that is our top five. Um, and that is also our episode for the week. Um, much love to all you guys that listen. Um, please share around, get other people out there to listen. Follow us on Twitter at roll credits, uh, roll underscore credits pod. Uh, follow our Facebook page. Give us a shout out. Um, 
hit the comment section on stuff. We're going to start trying to post more stuff on both things. I know we don't post a lot outside of, you know, other stuff. The but we're trying to post yeah. news and stuff like that and share other th- things with you guys. Yeah. We want to get that more active. Um, so, yeah, go give us that. Uh, give us a, a subscribe and a follow. Yeah, let's on see. On uh, Twitter, Podcast. I think we have Twitter. We have nine followers right now. So, let's see who wants to be that tenth follower, guys. Yeah. Come <laughs> maybe on. You'll, maybe you'll win things. Probably not, but maybe. We'll <laughs> maybe. See. We won't say uh, never. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like we, and we get it. Like we don't post a lot. So we'll, we'll try and get out there with a little more things. We're trying to ramp up everything here, especially now that we're getting into peak October season. I know I mentioned to you the other day, Brian, I have like eight movies that I have to see next month. So there's (laughs) going to be plenty of reviews. And when I say have to see is those aren't movies like night school where like, if it goes below a 50, I'm not going to see it. Like these are movies that I'm going to see regardless of whether it gets a zero or it gets a hundred. It's, I don't care. It's too weak, guys. Get ready. We're we're coming in. Coming in it, hot. It, it is. And starts this week um, for sure. Like I said, we will have two reviews on next week's episode um, with A Star is Born and Venom. Maybe some other things. Um, I might pop in with a few other things depending on what I watch this week when I have time to watch. Touchdown, Ravens. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's our episode for the week, guys. Uh, like I said, you go follow us, give us a subs- uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on uh, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. Give us a five-star review. Um, let us know what your five favorite uh, Netflix shows are. If you don't like any of the ones we said, let us know why you don't like them. I'll tell you you're wrong, but uh, <laughs> just yeah, we'll definitely give us tell your you're opinion. Wrong, but it's okay. Uh, um, anyway, uh, for Brian, I am Aaron, and we will see you guys next week. Goodbye.
I'm 